Welcome to the I Went to Art School podcast. This, I'm excited to say, is my first podcast I recorded with a non-actor. Here I am talking to my friend, friend uh, uh-oh, Zach, who I went to elementary and middle school with. So I've known this guy a long time. And um, Zach is into film now. But we mostly talk about spirituality, sort of, and uh, ethereal existential concepts and such so um yeah enjoy that uh this is part one of two part two is coming soon all right later whatever whatever i'm 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 moving away from the desire for these conversations to be anything which is funny because i never had that desire but i'm going even less in that direction there's just no vision anymore no 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 no. there's a vision i mean i want it to be I don't really care who listens, and that being said, I don't think a lot of people listen, but if, if a random person were to listen, I want to make it somehow accessible. Okay. So you're just really broadening your audience. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, that's harder to do because everything I listen to, I either listen to because someone's name drew me in, like, oh, famous person, mm-hmm. or because they have their audience because of that specific topic, you know, dating. Oh, I'm interested in dating, so I'm going to listen to every one of their podcasts. Which is an important strategy to think about if you really want (laughs) to... If you want listenership. (laughs) Do I? I mean, the other thing is that uh, the potential you have is that, like, 20 years from now, when at least, like, one of the people you've talked to is famous... Right. Then you've got like this deep track of yeah some famous person when they were a nobody yeah and I'm excited because that could be me yeah just statistically totally I hate it when people I mean it's it's a reality but when people throw out they're like look at all the people in this room they're like maybe maybe one of you is going to be famous. <laughs> like, well, is that like let's line up a gun and shoot class. all of us yeah. together. <laughs> let's not waste any. Let's let's waste one bullet on all of our worthless heads. <laughs> ha, that was dark. Um so um you're the first non-actor I've talked to. Really? Yeah. Talk about a broad audience. Yeah. <laughs> So what are you interested in, sir? Uh, also, well, I'm going to have to get two microphones. I've decided, like, pointing it at the side yeah, somehow um, is, I sit is the best way to... I don't know. Okay. It's really not... We could do a whisper interview. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a filmmaker. Morning coffee. Uh-huh. Mm. Coffee sips. Um, I'm a filmmaker and uh, mainly an editor. Um, and I've directed a f- couple documentaries. That's most of what, like, I've done on my own is, like, interview work. Yeah. Um, is that what you tell, is that the type of thing you tell someone who, like, doesn't know your work at all? Like, a quick sales pitch? That's, that's the brief pitch, yeah. Yeah. That's, I've, like, gotten used to saying that a lot. Yeah. Because a friend of mine, I think, who I... Who I recorded my my first one of these podcasts with, I was like, what do you tell people you do? And she's like, I'm a drama major with a film and TV concentration. I was like, wow, that sounds so good. Like, I have a (laughs) film and TV concentration, but I'm like, I don't know. I kind of, 
yeah, I want to do, like, I guess. I mean, if it's been a while, and, like, this is in the actual description. Like, like what are you looking for? Yeah, yeah, like, what do you need? Yeah. I'll do anything for free. Right. That's the actual description. Uh, Yeah, I usually start with what I just said, but then sort of amble on into that. Right. It just becomes like, oh, well, what are you interested in? Because whatever that is, I'm down. Right. I feel like you're... that's, That's the beginning artist lifestyle yeah i mean i think it's kind of like it's definitely a byproduct of the stage we're currently at like needing to sell yourself in that way but what if there was less of a need to do that that's also a byproduct of like living in our society everyone is like what do you do what do you do what do you want to do you know yeah that makes it hard to to not be doing anything even from a constructive standpoint which we all need to do you know yeah like your day can have value if you didn't like make something to yeah sell somebody on. right exactly or like did something that is financially valuable and and furthers a career right air quotes whatever that means right yeah no i think about that a lot you know that i'm also um exploring buddhism yeah. Um, so I've, like, that takes up just as much time, if not more sometimes, than my career. Um, just, like, I mean, I, I meditate a lot, and I actually just went on a, I went on a yoga retreat last weekend oh, with yeah? my parents, which I could tell you all about. It's a fun story. Sure. Um, but, like, it's just, like, that's doing nothing. Right? Meditating, you're just sitting and... That's doing nothing, Concentrating I think, on your in breath. The, you're not making money, you're not... Yeah, but I think that's... For me, that's doing that... And I, I know, like, a little bit about it. I think that's doing nothing in, like, the most productive way possible. Like, I wouldn't... That's a good way to I also wouldn't... I wouldn't put that high on the list if someone was like, what did you produce today? What did you produce today? I wouldn't be like, well, I did nothing, but in the most constructive way possible. <laughs> so, will you buy that? But I know what you mean. Well, yeah, it depends who you're talking to. I might I I might start with that with some people. It's interesting. I was I did my like very brief 5 minutes of meditating this morning. Um and this is how like tailored to me my routine is. <laughs> and yeah, I'll defend myself. So I like I'll sit over there and like I try nice to sit straight couch. up without on my sheet couch without <laughs> without resting my back on something, but then I'll be like my back is uncomfortable, and then I'll sometimes move into another position like with my eyes closed, <laughs> like I'm fumbling around, and then I'm like, you know what? I have to take a shit. So then I'll I'll walk like semi awake, <laughs> like Open as if it's eyes. in the middle of the night. <laughs> no. I'm like, no, 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 I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it, and then I'll like finish on the toilet, literally. Like, that was good. Does your posture good on the toilet? Uh, no. Oh. No, not at all. I'll okay. be like... <laughs> no, not at all. Terrible for your shit. But you know what? I, th- <laughs> for your sh- you, I mean, I don't know shit, man. When I'm, we're done... I'm re- just learning. You gotta recommend me some books. I've got one I can show you. Okay. Like, with you? With me. Oh my god. Let's reveal it while we're talking. No, let's not. You know what? One of the most groundbreaking things for me in this past semester that I just had was very early on, and that was just to the degree in which all of the teachers and the environment 
preach just like extreme tolerance for like whatever you need. Like that's a huge part of the process. Like what do As you an need? Actor? Yeah, like it, and it was not structured at all, and it would eventually lead into something more structured. Except mm-hmm. most people will get into any class and they'll be like, "Okay, what are we doing? What are we doing? Let's let's get like I need to get in the mindset for like whatever we're doing." And they're like, "Just like take a few minutes, like." Go down the floor, you know, like, <laughs> what do you need? And you can, like, you can, like, leave the room. You can go to the bathroom. You can do this. You can do that, you know? And it's, like, a whole new novelty thing for me. And I had the a definite... free form you could get. Yeah, and I had, like, a definite resistance to that in the beginning because I wasn't, I wasn't used to treating myself that way at all. And I'm reminded of that because that definitely comes back over winter break where it's not structured. And I'm like, okay, Jonah, you need to... Be the be your own boss. Yeah. And my image of being the boss is still like do this, do that. It's not like whatever you need, you know, because I wasn't I wasn't raised in that environment. God knows it's not this city. That's not the image that comes to mind when you're like, I'm in the last semester of college. This is how much it costs. Okay, so what do I need to be doing? <laughs> do do do. Yeah. So it's weird. It's it's counterintuitive that the most productive work, I think, can come out of the least pressure up front. There yeah. still has to be some, but I think the mindset that there has to be any is really limiting, especially for me. Yeah, and I think it's... I'm still trying to figure out how to word this kind of stuff, but the it takes effort to not apply effort, especially... Yeah coming from where we're coming from just even just like not even new york city but just like the western world in general is based in that that like you need to be doing something and that's how you bring value to your life you need to be being productive in a way that's visible immediately concretely and that's i don't know it feels now that i'm starting to see the value in meditation and in and in mindfulness in other ways that it's it it seems stifling that like it's it seems distracting like i want to just focus on now but i don't feel like i'm contributing anything because i'm just like because it's a much longer term it's a very delayed gratification thing which we're definitely not being trained to we're going in a different direction there yeah yeah. These um, kids on their cell phones. What? These kids on their iPhone. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. And even that's... That actually... Very seriously... Can, can lead to like a secondhand mindfulness opportunity, at least for me. Because I'll be mad at the parents who I don't know for letting their kids do that. Yeah. And of course, the kids don't know what they're doing to themselves. And obviously, the parents don't know or don't care, or aren't invested enough to know what they're doing to their kids, and then I'll see them, I don't know I, any of these people, and my blood will raise. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> We're all screwing ourselves over, <laughs> and then I'll, I'm tenser than I was because of these strangers who have just walked by. And yeah. uh, Where does the mindfulness come in there? Choosing to not have that reaction, or to notice when you're having it, yeah. which is not most of the time for me to because it's so fast and you could you could pass 50 of these instances in an hour so Millions, yeah so 
you have to know that it's your predisposition. And I guess... Yeah, I mean, it, it does come back to, like, actual production of things for me. Because when I, when I go down the rabbit hole of questioning, like, why aren't I okay with, like, just becoming this better person, you know, so that in future endeavors, it will affect everybody else subsequently, you know, because I've taken this time on myself. Mm -hmm. And the reason, it comes right back to now, because there's all this time before then where I won't be doing anything. You know, it's just, it's just that circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to get caught by where you are. But do you, do you think there's value in that? That like in realizing that you should probably be doing something now and then like you get stuff done. Is that what you mean? Or is it, does that make sense? Say that again. Uh, you said that it brings you like the not getting stuff done right now is like bringing you back to the present, right? That like, is that what you mean? I think it, I was saying like an attempt to be mindfulness, to be mindful and delay, you know, production of actual things for me is often thwarted by the fact that it's going to take so long, honestly. The amount of, of patience that I, and time that I imagine it takes, I'm like, oh, this is going to take forever, you know? <laughs> How do you remain just like, yeah, it's okay, one day at a time, it's good. And, like, I definitely know at this point that I like myself so much better when I am like that, mm -hmm. but it can be like finding a unicorn, you know? I can go, like, days or weeks without, like, feeling like, ah, yes, I'm centered again, because just, like, unconsciously, like, looking for the next thing, and I'll know that I'm doing it, but not enough to stop it because it's still the rhythm that I'm used to. You know, I still yeah. have lived 99% of my life that way. So that's, that's what you're going to go back to. Yeah. It's just, it's interesting because, the, so, I, don't, I wish I had like a good quote to refer to, but in general, Zen Buddhism is all about contradictions and like, not exploring them, just letting them contradict and be kind of funny oftentimes. So, it, like, it, I think that's a perfect example of, like, yeah, you want to be doing these things in a daily way. You want to be practicing, you want to be meditating uh, in order to, like, be more centered and be, uh, like, more thoughtful, holistic person there's like a goal, but the goal is distracting from what the real goal is, which is to not have a goal, you know, mm -hmm. that like, it's, it's really about this shitty meditation session you're having right now mm -hmm. and just letting it be shitty and like soaking that up. Right. Like loving that. Yeah. Cause that's all there is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what are these rings on your finger? Ring. Are you engaged? I'm not. Although to sometimes, boss. although sometimes it only fits on my ring finger because it's sometimes too small or too big and for my pinky finger. People come up to you and they're like, "Wow." I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm self-conscious about it because I'm not married. Wow. Um, but it's actually really cool. It's sterling silver, and it. It looks, it's like, I will describe for your listeners, it's two-pronged, 
Uh, it's actually half of the head of a fork, if you can understand that. It's like wrapped around. It's half the head. It's like two of the prongs oh, of a fork. Yeah. It's part of a silverware set that belonged to my great grandmother, um, which was one of the few things that was taken back from Poland when they escaped the Nazis. Fuck out of here! Isn't I did cool? not imagine such a story. And like, we had this a... dude think he is at the damn pinky <laughs> ring. What's going on? I figured I need some sort of like real reason to have something. Wow. Wondering. But I'm I'm happy with it. I, yeah. My mom, we had this whole silver Civil War set, and she wasn't really sure what to do with it. And there was a jewelry maker up in the Catskills, um, actually, that does this sort of stuff. And so she made, like, a whole batch of things. There's, like, earrings. I have, like, a toothbrush holder that's a fork that's, like, bent, and you can put your toothbrush in. Hmm. Damn. It's pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. I think the thing about, like, constantly questioning, like, your reality and things you believe to be true is that it's, like, fucking time-consuming. And you don't necessarily know when you're just wondering about something whether it's headed in a constructive direction. Especially for, you know, for people with certain levels of anxiety, like, you can think, like, oh, this is a productive train of thought, and then several hours later, you're like, I've just, like, made myself crazy, you know, I don't feel better now. Or, you know, it's about, it's about hearing the difference, because... And letting go of the judgment. It's been a big part of it for me. Yeah. Because... As you know, as someone who grew up Jewish, mm-hmm. there's plenty of space for anxiety and judgment all the time. I know. I still, I, I feel like I'm, I'm ripe for like a master lecture on someone is like, so you're Jewish. Let me show you what kind of anxiety <laughs> and guilt being, you know, because I hear these things, except I don't really know, like, what is anyone else's experience? Like, are they... Are their lives free of guilt and anxiety, or what? How is it? I mean, some I some I pick up on, you know, like mom's voice sounds this way. Oh, I'm anxious, but that's just her, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I can't chalk that up to Judaism, but yeah, but there are also shared experiences that I think you can talk to people about, like mom's voice. Which is not unique to Judaism, but it's like <laughs> no. true to Judaism. It's unique to mothers. Yeah. I um, just last night went with my parents to a Hanukkah comedy party. Wow. It's like a bunch of Jewish comedians. Oh, really? Doing comedy Where? about Hanukkah at the Bell House on the Union Hall on Union Street. It's where Two Dope Queens sometimes okay. does their podcast. I think Ask Me Another does a podcast there. It's, it's a right podcast. Believe it or not, that's my alarm for me to get my shit together. All right. This was incredibly you brief. Should, you should meditate on it. There you go. Okay, I get your shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be continued. Okay. This is brief. We can talk.